Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now, here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. You're listening to episode 209. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. My guest today is someone who I just had on the show. He, um, great insights. He covers the board game space, Kickstarter space, books, children's books for Geek Dad, my guest is editor Jonathan Liu. Jonathan, thanks for joining me on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Well, I appreciate you coming back because in our last conversation, we talked about a lot of fun things and and uh, we've talked since. One of the things I wanted to know that, well, my audience wants to know. I always want to know it, but I know the audience wants to know too because they've reached out to me and that is how, because you talked about in April, you wanted to cover a certain number, but you you got you saw so many great projects uh, on Kickstarter, and I, I guess it would be helpful for our listeners to know what makes a good pitch to the media, to you, and what what makes a good project, whether it's a children's book or a book. And then I'd like to talk a little bit about the book uh, the book category and the coverage you do, because you have a, a podcast that you're starting to do talking to authors and a variety of other things that you cover that space. So does that work? Can we talk about that? Sure. Stuff? So yeah. let's let's start with you. How much how much uh, uh, solicitations do you get as a as a geek dad? Well, um, I get a lot sent directly to me simply because someone will see a review I wrote and then they'll just write to me from that. Um, we also get a lot through our uh, general uh, PR email address, which is pr at geekdad.com. And that we will um, – our, our editor-in-chief, Ken Denmead, gets that and he passes it along to everybody. So – those are the two ways that you can kind of, you know, you can kind of look for a particular writer on our site that is covering the things that you, you are doing and write to them, or you can write to PR and know that it'll go to everybody. Um, we get, I mean, as far as like crowdfunding, um, projects, we probably get a couple a day. Um, is that a lot? Is that a lot? That sounds, it, that sounds like a little, a lot. but it is it's, a lot. Okay. Well, it's a lot. I mean, there's, there's some days where we'll get a whole bunch, but it's, it's a constant stream of crowd crowdfunding campaigns. But keep in mind, we're also getting pitches for, um, you know, published books and we're getting video games and events going on around the world and anything, you know, we are getting uh, pitches all the time. So, you know, I will get probably 50 to a hundred emails a day for somebody asking me to cover one thing or another on geek dad. How many? Clearly I don't have enough time to write 50 posts a day. So holy um, cow. Okay. So that's a lot. So I spend a lot of my time actually just sorting through my emails. So I don't really like doing that. That's the least favorite part of writing for geek dad is the, the, the deluge of email I get constantly. Um, so the number one rule for me, is be familiar with our site and be familiar with the person you're requesting to write something about your, your project or your game or book or, or whatever it is. Because a lot of times I get pitched for something that is clearly not appropriate for geek dad or clearly not something that I have any experience with. Um, so one example is, you know, I actually have not played uh, role-playing games. I've done a little bit, but that's just not my area of expertise. So if you look at the things I've written, you would know that I don't play, I, I cover, you know, card games and board games and I don't write about role-playing games. And so 
you know, if you send me a pitch for a role-playing game, that's one of the things that I'm going to say, well, I'll pass it along to everybody else, but it's not for me. Um, you know, we, we also don't do, uh, we don't post press releases. So we get a lot, not necessarily for Kickstarter, but we do get a lot of, pr- uh, press releases sent to us and I'm just not sure what we do with those. Right? <laughs> so that's, you know, a, that's a good point right there. So a press release, is it that important in this space? Do, does anybody, re- I, t- I say that only three people read your press release, you, your competitor and your mother. That's the only three people right? on the planet who read a press release. Do you read press releases? I don't know. I, I will see <laughs> because I will get what I need to out of the email, the little email at the top then says here, I've attached a press release. Well, unless the email doesn't explain enough what the project actually is, um, you know, I don't read the press release. I'll go through and look for maybe a link, but I feel like what I need is a short, concise email that tells me what it is that you're pitching. And so you can you can send me a wall of text that takes me forever to look through, and I'll go, ah, you know, am I really interested in reading this? Or I get some where, hey, I've got this project. It's a game. Come look at my Kickstarter page. I want a little more information than that. <laughs> Give me your, your elevator pitch, but not your, you know, hour-long spiel. So let's right? talk about that. That's a great uh, little thing. What needs to go into that elevator pitch to get your attention and how does it be, need to be laid out? Do I send you an attachment? You know, I think the most important thing is there should be, there should be a link where I can go if I want to get more information, but it should not be required that I go and dig through a website to get the information. So what I would like is, you know, tell me what it is, right? Is it a game? Is it a gadget? Is it a book? Is it a, an art project? Is it a CD? And then tell me, you know, kind of one or two sentences about why you think it's a, it's a good fit, right? Why you think it would be appropriate for Geek Dad or just what it is, you know, here I have a, a board game that's for two to six players, you know, it's a card game and it plays in about 15 minutes and it's about, um, you know, whatever, right? Right. It's about, uh, you know, the, the, the subject matter you know, this, this is, this is a really cool subject matter that we haven't seen done in a game before. So this is why you should, should take a look. That, um, well, that, that, hang on right there, because yep. you just said something that's really important. And that is, um, when they're making the pitch to you, they need to be cognizant of two things. One, not just your site, but who your readers are, right? Right. Hey, this is cool. Well, yeah, but it's not cool to my readers. And the other one is, is that they have to explain to why it's important to you. This is important to you, Jonathan, because it's something that hasn't been covered before. It is an on upcoming trend. It is an insight that other people have missed. It is unique because it saves lives or whatever, right? They have right. to, there has to be that hook, that little catch that says, here's why this is important. And that, right. be, that becomes so, imp- so important that that's, yeah. And even, I mean, even if it's something like, you know, I know you really like this game and we feel like ours is, you know, has the same flavor that might get my attention too. Right. Not that, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think the board game needs like a board game, for instance, I don't think it needs to be completely unique, you know, a completely groundbreaking game. Although certainly if it is, that helps, but, but it doesn't, but it doesn't have to be, it has to be right. interesting to you, right? They make right. the pitch to you. You like yeah. this one. You'll probably like that one. Just that's right. why Amazon does that. 
Yeah, exactly. And if and if you know if that's your pitch to me, then that may get me to go look at your you know to look at more information. But what's important is, you, and we've come circled back to it, your first <laughs> comment, and that is they need to know what's important to you. Right. Go read your material. You've got a podcast on Geek Dad that you do. Go listen to your podcast, right? Go f- if you really want this coverage. Now, somebody who's listening is like, I don't have time for all of that. And my answer to that would be, really? You don't have time, and they expect you, you Jonathan, to take the time where they don't have the time. Right? It's kind of a two-way right. street, isn't it? Right. And I think, you know, the email email ends up being a, a little bit like a fax machine, right? It's so cheap to use and send, but it requires uh, resources on the on the recipient's end. Right? Yep. So, you know, you send you, it's it's so quick to write one email and send it to 100 people. But now you have just required 100 people to open your email and spend time reading it. Um, don't waste it, their time. Right. Don't yeah. Don't waste my time. Um, the, I mean, the other thing is you know, it's always nice if you're running a crowdfunding project to contact me well in advance of the launch of the Kickstarter. How far in advance? Um, you know, as far as possible. <laughs> I, I love it when, when I hear from someone and they're like, you know what? I'm planning to launch a Kickstarter project. It's going to be in about two months or That's, a month. So 30 to 60 days. You're comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that because then I can say, okay, let me look. You know, no. You know what? You're first on my list because I don't know anybody else who is who is launching a Kickstarter project in July yet, right? Actually, now I do, but you know, there, there's right. when I know that, then well, you're first on my list. If I feel like your project is worth covering, then I'll put you first on the list, right? But if you contact me and you say, you most, I would say the the majority of the emails I get, probably eighty percent of them, ninety percent of them, maybe are. We have a campaign running now. Will you write about it? And my preference now, not this is not Geek Dad wide, but my preference is to write about something that I have had uh, personal experience with. So in the case of a board game, that means I've actually played a prototype of your game. And if you write to me and your campaign has already started, then you have to, we have to allow enough time for you to ship a copy to me for me to get to play it, so get get a gaming group together, sit down and play it, preferably more than once, and then write it up. And I'm supposed to do that in the two weeks that you gave me before your campaign ends. You know, you might just try uh, a policy, right? Uh, when's your is, is your campaign launching before this date? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, if not, sorry. I mean, I, I, <laughs> right? If, if it's launching before this date. Or excuse me, if it is, then I'm sorry, I can't cover it. I mean, that right, right. But you, it sounds like with that amount of content, because you talked about uh, in our last episode how in April you you went in trying to write it just about you know four or five, maybe six, and you covered twenty. Um, is it is it gonna get any easier? No, because I'm 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 too easy. You're too easy. Don't tell people that. Here, I'll edit that part out. We'll edit that part right. out. Um, I, you know, I, I feel like it's it's because it is. It's because I'm a nice guy and I like supporting the the underdogs. 
And there, yeah, so and as you mentioned in our last episode, you like the. F- there are a lot of these now that are kind of getting. What do we call it? Squeezed a little bit mm-hmm. as the bigger projects with the more money and the better art. They're you know they're making it harder and harder for the little dog, the little guy, the underdog to get that kind of exposure. And that's what you look at. So that would be another clue, right? Is yep. that you? You kind of have a soft spot for these underdogs. Yeah, you know. I mean, it still has to be a good concept. You know, if you if you're an underdog and you've got nothing, um, chances are you won't write about it. But so, but you know, but if you're an underdog and you've got a good game or you got a good project, and I like you know, I like your story, um, and I think you're capable of pulling it off. Then I'll write about it and I'll say, hey, you know, go support these guys because they actually need your support. They're not 300% funded already. Okay. So the whole world doesn't revolve around board games on Kickstarter. We think it does, but it doesn't. So you do write about other things and that is particularly books and children's books specifically, Mm -hmm. but all all books. All books. So a lot of my listeners are authors. Um, So what kind of advice do you give them to do – I mean, is it so? We're going to set the board games aside, but we're going to use them as an example. Is it like the board games? Um, does it have to be on Kickstarter for you to cover it? Uh, what do we got there? Well, for for board uh, for books, um, I'm I'm doing a, a lot more uh, traditional traditionally published books. I have done some some self published books. I have done some that are on Kickstarter, uh, but in, in those cases, mostly I have a lot of relationships with um, with publishers already. And so I tend to I tend to focus on those simply because um, there's a lot of there's a lot of books coming to me um, all the time. So I get you know I get advanced uh, readers copies uh, when when possible. Um, you if know, I, I, but if I have a book and uh, I haven't found a publisher and I'm thinking of going the self publishing route and I think it's really a, a, a cool book, is it something that I can send to you? Are you interested in that? Um, Possibly, you know, and I think in that case, uh, because uh, tastes in books vary so much, I think that's one where it's a it's a good idea to write to the PR at Geek Dad email address, um, because then that goes to our entire staff, and a book that I may not be interested in personally, somebody else might be. You know, we've got you know a couple writers who really love steampunk, and we've got a couple who who love uh, you know sort of epic space opera, right? And we have some people who like, you know, kind of the, 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 the genre of the weird. And, uh, and so, um, I think it's, it's more effective that way to, to, you get to cast a, a wider net. So that's PR at geekdad.com. PR at geekdad.com. Um, you know, I think, I think for any, any book, uh, ideally you want to send a pitch. Um, uh, you want to say, you know, here's, here's what my book is about and why I think you would like it. Um, and then figure out, you know, how you're going to get us a copy of that, right? Whether it's, it's, you know, digitally or a sample or, or, you know, a chapter, right? Send us a chapter of it and see if it hooks us. Um, what I, what I don't like, and this is what the major publishers do is that because I've reviewed books, they will just send me unsolicited books in the mail and they just show up at my house and, you know, it could be that they sent me a book that I know one of our other writers would absolutely love, but I'm not going to pay to ship it again across the country to get it to them. You know, it would have been better if you had emailed us and shipped it to him directly. Right. Um, right. 
And so that's the one thing is, you know, I do think, you know, get in touch with us, at least pitch us first, right? And if you don't hear from us, you know, sometimes it's worth writing again. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes we'll write you back and say, no, we're not interested. Um, but I, I really, like, because of the volume of emails I get for pitches, I can't write back to every single one who pitches me and say I am or am not interested. So be persistent. So you can be persistent. And I think, you know, if you've, if you've written a couple emails and not heard then we're probably not interested. Uh-huh. Good, um, good advice. You know, I think I, I do get emails for certain things um, that are that are you know. Excuse me. No, that's just all right. A second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let you go here because you've you've given yeah. me an hour and a half. So okay, um, yeah. So I would say I, I would say you know if if. Uh, you, if your if your book is compelling, you know somebody will write write back and say, "Hey, that sounds great. I would love to read it." Um, you know, but the, the the tricky thing with books is, you know, it does take time to for us to to read a book and write it up. And um, I know we've been kind of slim on 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 book reviews in the past year or so, simply because uh, a lot of a lot of our writers kind of got got pretty busy and are not able to you know, to get through as many books. So I have a big backlog of books and that's part of why I'm starting my, my podcast is because I can, I can hopefully get through uh, a few more books that I'd like to tell people about. They can find that podcast on geek dad just under podcast, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it will, uh, it'll show up just along with the, 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 the regular geek dad podcast, which, um, is kind of on hold for a little bit. Um, okay. But we're, yeah, we're, we're, uh, hopefully I'm getting, I'll, I'll get a couple more episodes out there soon. Jonathan, we appreciate you coming back for the second time to talk about this. This is great information for so many people who are kind of always wondering, do I write back? Did they hear from me? How do I reach out? So I really appreciate you taking the time today to come back on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Funding the Dream. My guest, we're out of time again, and I could certainly have Jonathan back again because there's a lot of great stuff to cover. Uh, but my guest has been Jonathan Liu, editor, senior editor at geekdad.com. Go check it out. Coverage of board games, of um, children's books, books. That's just Jonathan, but a wide range of cool stuff on Geek Dad. We uh, thank you for listening. We certainly appreciate the support you provide the show. Hopefully you've heard something inspiring. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you fund so we can help you fund your project on Kickstarter. Thanks for listening. Take care. <laughs>